This morning I was watching two particular individuals. Uh, I saw a piece from Tulsi Gabbard and one from another one. I won't mention her name. The latter was very sincere with what she was saying to the point of being lugubrious, funereal, and over the top. In both instances, the message was lost by virtue of the presentation and not the message, but the presentation. If that makes any sense to you. In one particular case, Tulsi Gabbard came across, I think she is apparently teaming with or doing something with Elon Musk or others, to come across and give you this Ivan DiCarlo, breathy, kind of gauzy, you know I'm sexy, basically nothing. They say nothing to you. It's it's like when the waiter brings, I goes, this is a this is a <clears throat> a sauteed or flambéed uh, branzino on a bed of arugula with a reduction of uh, Madeira and Perla. Okay, fine. Let me taste it. No, no, let me, let, let, me, let me keep telling you about it. No, no, I don't want to hear you talk about it. Explain this to me. Thank you. Now let me have it. Her whole thing is, you can't believe I'm this sexy and this smart. And, and I'm going to tell you things that you already know, things that you already know, but I'm going to say it in a way where you're going to just say, wow. This is just incredible. Now, the other individual spoke in a way, I'm not going to mention her name, where she's lugubrious, funereal, lacrimating, lacrimose, crying, almost to the point where she feels it more than you do. You don't understand the pain that she feels. This makes sense to you? You don't understand this. You don't get it. And in the meantime, the message was lost completely. So when I want to step back and say, what are you trying to convey? Tell me, not the facts of the case. Tell me what it means. Don't tell me what, don't, don't tell me, for example, there was a, uh, a, a, a strike or a protest in Germany. Tell me what it means. Tell me why. Tell me the reason. Compare it, contrast it. Don't just tell me what's happening. Tell me what it means. If you want to talk about Israel and Palestine, tell me what it means. Tell me the two arguments. Fill me in. Do it devoid of emotion, devoid of your own incredible, inane sexiness. Does this make any sense to you? We're never going to get to the bottom of anything until we figure out exactly what it is that people are saying and why. You're not going to get to the bottom of anything unless we just remove, strip it down and get to the real basic. What are we talking about here? Let me taste this. Let me taste this dish. Quit, quit describing it. I'll understand it. I've got a lot to say today, and it's good news. Unless you think bad news is problematic, I don't want to hear good news. I don't want to be white pilled or black pilled or red pilled or blue pilled. Any of that stuff. Just tell me the truth. Analyze it and cut the schmaltz later. Please like what we're doing. Please subscribe to the channel. Please focus and pay attention to what we're doing. Again, subscribe to this channel. And now a very, very, very critical message from our good friends at Noble Gold Investments and LionelNationGold.com. The markets are in turmoil. 
The whole world is in turmoil. Oil, tech, retail, property, you name it. Nobody knows where this all ends. So what can you do? Well, you might have heard of precious metals, but not thought much more about it. How do you buy them? Where would you even keep gold if you had it? But precious metals come into their own in times like these. As geopolitical tensions rise and economic turmoil looms, gold is always a beacon of stability. Investing in some resilience with the Noble Gold Investments IRA services, looking after your money makes sense. The team at Noble Gold Investments will run through your options with you and see if you qualify to start a gold IRA or 401k rollover. Protect your portfolio with a Noble Gold Investments IRA and claim a free silver virtue coin for starting. Call 877-646-5347 today. Tell them Lionel sent you. That's 877-646-5347 and fortify your financial future against the winds of change. Or visit LionelNationGold.com right now. What was that again? That's LionelNationGold.com. The only gold company I trust. And remember, there's always a risk of investment and there's no guarantee of any kind. This morning, this morning, dear friends, I was watching something which I, I want to explain to you. Kind of my day, the way I start off, the way I start off my day. And I was listening to something. And it was about four or five different things. And I have these notes everywhere. And I start off with my brain ablaze. I'm, I'm ready to go to the point where I don't even know how to put this into perspective. How, how to even tell people. Why? God, how do I even explain to people? This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm, this is what I'm thinking about. And these are my concerns. I have a friend of mine who's, who just retired and I can hear the death in his voice. My age, exactly. I'm not going to tell you where he retired from because he might be listening, but you can hear the death in his voice. You can just hear it. There's almost like a, like a resolve to, well, when we're talking about something, I said, you know, I, 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 I feel like a, a mental or an emotional Benjamin Button. When I was younger, I didn't care anything. Now I care a lot about things. I, I, I wasn't as interested in as many things as I do as I am now. And he looked at me like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, which is fine, which is fine. I, 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 I kind of dig, sort of. But let me explain a couple of things to you, which is critical. Number one, whenever you try to figure something out, I always, I always listen to people. And I, I mentioned this before. I am still stuck in a world of fascination because you, you may not know this, but, but just like the uh, cable news people know nothing about Israel or what's being said, there is such an incredible, a, a, a tumult of activity going on regarding still Cat Williams and pedophiles and this and it's just and and frankly I hate to use these terms white America has and, and not not all black Americans do this but a lot of white America has no idea what you're talking about okay fine I understand this there are people who know nothing about what is being said regarding said regarding Gaza we no idea regarding claims of either apartheid or or genocide or human, they, they have, they, they just do, they do not know. And 
They don't know any of it. None of it. It's the damnedest thing. They know absolutely nothing about what's going on. I've never seen anything like it. So I was asking somebody, I said, just the rules of it. What is anarchy? I know that's a great way to start out the day, isn't it? Like, what is he talking about? What is anarchy? Define anarchy. What is anarchy? What is it? I think Tara is right at this. What 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 is it? Doris says cats are genius. He he know I'm telling you, he speaks with such a profound sense of I know, like wisdom. But what is anarchy? What does it mean? When I first tell you this, what does it mean? You just just tell me what's what's the first thing? You want to live in a world that's anarchy. What is it? Greedy king. Okay. What does it mean to you? Opposite of hierarchy? Very good. Maria Bathgate? Ooh, you must be following Mearsheimer. Very good. No archy. That's very good. What is it? No rule of law? Nope. What does it mean? No authority? Close. What does it mean? Rebellion? Nope. Nope. Absolutely not. What does anarchy mean? What is anarchy? What 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 is the essence of it? You see you see how we start off with something? You see how we start off with the idea? If I said to you, is Israel practicing apartheid? Most people say, well, let me have the definition of apartheid. Give me an idea and let me look at it. They'll say apartheid. No. And they'll just respond to it because the word is so is Israel involved in genocide? No. Just like that. No. Do you know what genocide is? Holocaust, maybe we don't. We we have these ideas of what things are, so to speak. How many times? How many people do you think in this world believe that it's important for you every day to consume protein? Protein is a word that people just absolutely love. You know, it's got great protein. Really? Wow. Because you want to make sure you get enough protein. How long do you have to go without having protein before you realize it? And have doctors, have you ever seen anybody who's not getting protein? Other than somebody who is, who is uh, let's say, um, starving themselves? Or, no, haven't. We, we just have, we have this idea of what things are. We have an idea. We don't really fine-tuning ideas. We never go back. We never review and research. We just don't do it. We don't think. I, I've been... I've been telling about talking to people about saying, please stop using this word pedophile. You're missing the point, pedophile. And I'm doing it sometimes by default because that's the only thing people understand. They think it means a sexual predator as opposed to somebody who is attracted by somebody who whatever. I mean, this is this is what people are thinking. This is this is the way they think. This is the way they think. They think that pedophile is a predator. That if you're a pedophile, you just can't say, Well, I I'm attracted, but I'm not, I don't do anything. I have rape fantasies, but I don't do them. I don't, man or woman, I'm attracted. It's not like an enophile, like a wine lover normally involves drinking wine, but people don't even care about that word. Anarchy basically involves the notion that I am not going to necessarily accept the fact that you are giving me this sense of order that I must comply with. 
Um, have you ever been involved in a in a uh, draconian homeowners association, or a condo board, or a neighborhood watch, or a? You might have been on a. I one time we we were on a bowling team. Oh God, just so long ago, and I. I was the. I think I was the treasurer. Well, I was the only one. I, I kept score up stuff. And make a long story short, people would say, um, I was talking to other people and they said, you know, you're, we, we, we had to get rid of our treasurer. I said, why? Steal the money? No, he was too authoritarian. I said, this is a bowling game. Higher, um, anarchy involves that you're questioning the source of power. By what? Do we need a, th- where, where did we ever, where did we ever sign on to this notion that we have the police, that we have this government, that we have the constitution? Where do we, where did, where did you ever do that? Where did you sign up? Do we need government? Is it a good thing? You are told constantly, it's great. It's wonderful. Please tell me. I'm asking you, where does government come into play and where does it help you? When does it help you right now? Tell me. What do we do every day? What do we do? We're always fighting it. We're either fighting government or we're saying, why don't you do something and stop real crime? They don't do anything. How does this work? By what authority, by what authority do these people have? Now, you mentioned this notion about hierarchy and the like. It works kind of like this. Um, in international relations, IR, <clears throat> countries enjoy an anarchy, meaning there's no hierarchy. There's nobody above us. We, we we are anarchic, so to speak, compared to Canada. Canada doesn't recognize us. We we don't. There's no connection. If we told Canada, hey, now provided there's no organization or UN or some you know voluntary group of people who who coalesce. But we but anarchy in essence says I have no authority to you. And, and 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 you have to reconsider and ask yourself these questions. Have you ever given somebody marital advice? Number one, don't ever do it. Don't ever give marital advice. There's no such thing. I say, what do you think about marriage? Can't tell you what marriage is. What do you think about driving? Driving? What do you think about marriage? Well, it depends on the marriage. Depends on the person. Depends on you can't I, I can't give you a, a marriage. It can be good, it can be bad, or whatever. But you're going into it where you're where you're basically going into it kind of wide-eyed to an extent. But there are other people who say we have created relationships through the government that you're that you're unaware of. We've created them for you. You've signed on to this. And we, by virtue of this compact, have this idea that in the event you and she or you and he or whoever decide to break apart. The government comes in, and if one of them involves the government, the government will say under this thing called common law, jurisprudence, we will give you money for having been married to this person. And they will not have to prove need, uh, deserving, nothing. You can just go back and ask for more money, and and you'll find that's when people sometimes really, you go through life and realize, damn. And before that, just to drive, just to drive a car, you're under the idea 
that you have to go to the state and you have to say, may I drive? Yes. Let me see. Do you know how to drive? I think I do. Would you pass this test? Whose test is this? This is our test. Who is we? We. Our test. We told you. Now just shut up and follow this. Okay. All right. I'll follow it. I'll do the best I can. All right. Everywhere you go. Do you need this? What has the government done for you? What does the police, what you, seriously, I mean, they're there. They serve a purpose. What is happening? And I will bet you, if I brought Mr. Williams in or anybody else from that and we sat down and I asked them questions, he would be willing to say, you know, that's a very good question because we just assume things. We just, by virtue of, of we just assume, and we love to talk complete and total crap. It's, it's, it's the most, it's the most incredible thing there is. Ask anybody a question. Investigate anything. Here is my issue, okay? Let me try to do this again. There are people who are dictators, in essence, in the entertainment business. They control who gets ahead and who doesn't, and who are these people who are whatever. They decide. This is what Cat Williams talked about. The gatekeepers. They decide what can't, who is and is not allowed. Kevin Hart versus whatever it is. Harvey Weinstein was part of that group. He was the gatekeeper. If he gave you a blessing, provided you serviced him correctly, you get in. And somebody gave him the power to do that. Every power system has this. Everything. Everybody. And what anarchy does is you have to ask yourself the question, by what authority it is incumbent upon the government or or the, the particular group of people that exerts this power to explain to you why they have to do it. Let me ask you this simple, since, uh, this uh, question. Why is it that we need the police? You have been told that when you want to carry a weapon, carry a firearm, uh, open carry permit, excuse me, why is it that I have to ask you for permission? You are so trained, so conditioned when you were raised in this country to say, well, I... You can't walk around with a gun. Why not? Well, because because what? Why do I need a police? Why can't we have a militia? Why can't we do it? I guarantee you the first the first the first thing ever I would say is if I'm in a group, if I'm in an area, I would get together with my neighbors. Um Again, provided the law, this is kind of defeats the purposes. And I'm going to say, we're going to start our own security company, our own, we're going to do this. And we're going to make sure that people do not want to come in here. Why? Because we want to. Should you check with the police? Why? Because you're driving around. Maybe you've got a, maybe you've got a, a light on your car. Is there a statute against that? Why? I can't put a light on my car. Well, it can't be red or blue. Why? Why can't it be red or blue? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with red or blue? Well, well, what? Well, um, 
You see? Here in New York City, we have these, and I'm sure you have them too, these cannabis dispensaries. Why do I need cannabis dispensaries? Well, because to make sure it complies with the law. Whose law? Why? I hate the smell of marijuana. I, and this, by the way, this is not marijuana. And if you're old enough to remember, kids, if you were a part of the 70s, 80s, maybe the 60s, marijuana had a beautiful, there was a cacophony, a range of smells from Christmas piney, sweet, to this dirt, pot, mud, cured. Uh, there were variations of THC. There were different smells. Concerts had a, it was it was a different. Today you have one smell, one brand, one potency of THC. Stay away from it. Stay away from it because it is it is inducing. I know for a fact one particular case. It basically took somebody, a a, a kind of a young person, teenager who was kind of on the borderline of mental illness and put him right over the edge. Right over the edge. You cannot mess around with brain chemistry. Okay, but if you want to, that's up to you. Now, this is not libertarian. This is not libertarian. This is basically anarchy. By what authority do you have to tell me this? I don't understand something. They said you have to pay taxes. Why? To fund the government, to fund program. Why? Because the government is we're, we're, we're basically in the deficit. Why? What do I care? I don't care. That's up to you. I don't want to give you any money. You never ask me. I never ask you. No, you see how you, you're just conditioned to this. You're just conditioned. You think that unless there is some government imprimatur, some seal, you can't survive without them. You can't do it. That you were born into this system and that government is the most... Now, the way we started was we basically ended up by telling England, screw you, we're not going to have. We're not going to be, you know, told what to do by you. We are not going to suffer uh, through and by you. We're going to replace you with something else. I don't understand any of that. I don't understand any of this. Now let me ask you a question: Why is the United States <laughs> and you? Why are you involved in Israel or Palestine? Or with the Houthis, or Syria, or East Timor, or why does this apply to you? Tell me. Tell me. Anything? Anything? Why? And what do people say? Look at somebody said, Doctor Shiva for president. You see what your response? What your response was? You're saying to him to put him into a situation of being a president. That'll fix things. He's going to come. Dr. Shiva is going to fix things. Vivek Ramaswamy is going to fix things. Donald Trump is going to fix things. No, he's not. No, he's not. 
if you go to Attica, if you go to um, Clinton Correctional, and you say we're going to put in a new, a new, uh, a, a new elected prisoner relations kind of ombudsman, it doesn't make a damn bit of difference. It's still a prison. Doesn't matter. Yeah, but you have a new. Doesn't matter. Student council. Doesn't matter. None of it matters. You believe that Doctor Shiva. I saw somebody. He's been around. He he always says MIT PhD. Okay, okay, I got it. All right, I just want to let you know that's who I am. Okay, why? Why? I I I'm just we we you are so consumed by a by a level of understanding you don't even know. You, we, we talk about, the, well, well, who should you be president? Well, 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 why? Do you think Trump is going to be able to do anything? He's better than somebody. What is he actually going to be able to do? What is he going to be able to do? I don't know. I have no, I, I don't know. It is so far gone. And we are so far gone. This system is so corrupt. You are paralyzed by virtue of this thing that you're in, this system that you are in. You just believe it. You don't even understand it. You are so reflexive and reflex. You you just assume, well, we have to have government. We have to. I mean, there's no there's no way around. Who says? Who says this? What are you talking about? I saw something the other night, which is so interesting. And there's a fascinating, and, and, and I want to provide you with the following. Listen to me. Somebody sent me something. It is a a wonderful piece. And it was, I believe, it was our good friend James uh, Corbett who was on Dr. Drew. And they were talking about the Gelman amnesia concept. This refers to a, a concept or a doctrine that was attributed to Murray Gell, G-E-L-L hyphen man. I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. And it describes the phenomenon where people tend to have people tend to have skepticism and critical thinking when reading news or articles or pieces or online stuff uh, outside the expertise but often accept information within their uh, field uncritically. The term implies that people may be aware of the general problem of misinformation, but still trust information they don't fully understand or have expertise in. The idea behind the Gelman amnesia highlights the importance of critical thinking, fact-checking, and skepticism when consuming information regardless of the source. Okay? Okay. Now, you know what this is? Bullshit. Pardon my French, bullshit. <clears throat> there are people, and I say this with all due respect, and I really, I like him. I like Corbett is terrific. I think Dr. Drew is good. But they love to pretend <clears throat> that by talking about something, they are creating a level of order to it and explaining it so that they understand it and they've accomplished absolutely nothing. They give a name to something. If you're going to have a name to something, that's important. For example, if I say, what is that um, hyper, oh God, 
um, facial amnesia. You don't recognize faces. Hyperpergosia, whatever. Anyway, now that's important because maybe we can work on it. But sometimes we love to give names to stuff and we love to sit around. And what we do right now, and I want you to, I want you to watch this. I want you later on to come and read this. And I want you to read this. And I want you to read these phenomena. And, and, and let me give you an idea. And you have to go back and read these things later. First, there's this particular group, and I don't know what to call it, but I'm going to give it a name. These people work as follows. They say, there are people who constantly want to let you know that they know what is going on using the patois, excuse me, the, the argo or argot, the terminology in the lexicon of the particular group. For example, they will love to tell you, tell, um, um, Liz Cheney is controlled opposition. This is classic Bernays. This is public relations. And they'll throw something. This is harp. This is, and they show you, or they will bring something up that has nothing to do. Somebody before, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, uh, wrote in the column here, that John Wayne, and something about John Wayne and Clint Eastwood and whatever it is, it's the idea, I've got to get a name for this. It's the, I know nobody's talking about this, but damn it, I know this and I will be recognized. It's like, imagine being in a group and somebody raises their hand. He goes, yes. He goes, this is called my right hand. <laughs> this is my left hand. So I rose, I, I raised my hand. Not to not to signal to be called on, just to let you know, I know something. This is called a hand. Okay? You understand this? Look at this one. Bilingual hyphenated Americans are able to understand a stratified society better than others who are monolinguals with strong belief in American exceptionalism, individualism, and capitalism. My right hand See, I wrote that. What does it mean? Are we talking about that? No. But I want you to know what's going on. I want you to understand that I understand what's going on. This is a phenomenon that is so, this is, this is who we are. We just say stuff. We spew bullshit 24 hours a day. Well, the gel man phenomenon is when, let's go right now. My guest is James Cross. Again, a good guy. Let's talk about this. And basically, that defines, if I have critical thinking, that they recognize the fact that they do, within the particular parameters of their own expertise, they see an ability to grasp that. However, rec- and we love to talk about it. It'd be like us being in a prison and you walking around and saying, this is the basically the panopticon. This is what Bentham, this is almost a, uh, this is, goes back to the notion of the decentralized version, the walls of the prison. Notice, excuse me, we're in the prison. Yes, but I want you to understand that I know this particular style of prison versus, excuse me, the issue is not what kind of prison we're in. Is this concrete versus granite? We don't care about this. You're creating the false illusion that you're in control of something by pointing things out that aren't important, that really have nothing to do with it. They're interesting to an extent, but this is what we do. 
when we have important issues, let's say about COVID or 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 um, medical uh, tyranny or medical martial law or biomedical martial law, people will just say things. Well, you know, Doctor Shiva, I just Doctor Shiva said that this is a poor, you know, this poor, and it's like, what, what are you doing? I just want you to know that I know something here. I don't have any idea of what we're talking about. I have no solutions, but I'm going to give you, and I'm going to throw something out to you. I'm going to throw out a word. I'm going to give you a phrase, a word, something to let you know that I've either read something, seen something. I don't know what we're talking about. But in our world, we just, we're experts. In the Cat Williams world, they just sit and listen. Have you seen Shannon Sharp? Very funny. Shay Shay, he never Watch this, and again, this is between Dr. Drew and I think it's James Corbett, a friend of mine said this, and both of them are two very smart people, two intellectuals, talking about something, which is a subject which is rather arcane and doesn't really apply to anything. I mean, it's interesting to an extent. They want to listen. Cat Williams goes on this other show and he says, well, what do you mean? Well, there are people who are gatekeepers. What do you mean? Well, take, for example, the music industry or the, the TV industry. Kevin, how come Kevin Hart gets this? I did this and blah, blah, blah. Really interesting. That's it. The way we be doing this, Shannon Sharp would say, well, you know, the first movie that we know was a great train robbery. And this is actually before, prior to the Steamboat Willie was the first anime. So what are you doing? I'm giving you something to let you know I know something about the topic. Did you hear a word I say? Not a word. I have no idea. We don't think. But we always talk about critical thinking. We love to talk about how how America doesn't understand anything when we don't listen. We have no idea what's going on. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. There is the biggest, there's something so interesting. The, uh, dare I say, the Cat Williams group will say, go ahead, explain. What do you mean? What we do is we always compete to see who knows more. How many words do you know? How many words do you know? I know HARP. I know DARPA. I know SRM, solar radiation management. I know carbon dioxide removal. Oh, you're doing chemtrails? So 2020. We call it geoengineering. I know BRICS, BRICS plus six. Um, Bilderberg, Mont Pelerin. Ooh, that's who we do. We create the illusion that we know what we're talking about because we just spew little facts. And, and by the way, a factoid is not a fact. And people use factoids all the time. It's, you, don't, you don't want to use a factoid. You want a fact. Don't even know that. We are this world that we love to talk about. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard, uh, Tucker Carlson loves to wax pedantic about how he understands this is the system by which Free speech is limited so long as it violates a set of rules concocted. And I know that. Isn't he great? What's great? What he said. I know that. You knew that. Yeah, but I, I just, we just love to hear people say stuff. We are the most densely packed, densely populated group of idiots. Anybody's ever seen, but we sound great. We talk about this stuff. We can quote, you know, Edward Bernays, who was the father of 
public relations, cousin or nephew of Freud, said one time, because he was responsible for trying to recreate the post-World War I acceptance, and uh, the also made female smoking uh, acceptable because he linked it to a woman's empowerment. What are you talking about? I have no idea. I just have to say something. I just have to say something. This is who we are. This is our group. This is this is our folk. This is it. It's 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 the most incredible thing I have ever seen in my By the way, one of the best people to talk to, believe it or not, is Lex Friedman who asks questions. He just asks. He doesn't want to tell you. Yes, I know about, I'm Russian and I know about Operation Barbarossa and I recognize the fact, yes, I I understand this. Okay. One of the most important examples of this, one of the biggest examples of somebody who, who was on shows is Vivek Ramaswamy. He was on with, <clears throat> I think, our dear friend Roseanne and all he did was <coughs> try to promote, not ideas, not thoughts, but himself, by showing you, I'm going to speak real fast, and I'm going to put myself over using wrestling parlance to talk about as much that has nothing to do with anything that truly, really, actually matters. Do you understand that? It there, There's no... It's... We are so, we love people who just come on and talk about, you'll listen to Kid Rock, Ted Nugent, say nothing, nothing. You love approbation, separation, reintroduction of fact. You want to be told you're right. You have no interest in changing anything. Most people don't even vote. Most people in our group can't tell you how elections are held. What are we talking about? Well, let me have the embargo, but President Trump is, it's, 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 like, it's like a boyfriend, girlfriend thing. You have no idea. Nothing. I'm putting my money on groups of people completely ignored by the Republican Party. Blacks, Latinos, gays. Blacks, Latinos, and gays. Now, for example, if I went to the, let's say the Cat Williams group, and I said, true or false, feminism is dead. You know what you would notice? They'd actually ask, they'd talk about, well, it's a different story. What do you mean? Well, in the the black community, feminism? What does that mean? They would actually talk about it. They would actually address what you were saying. That's an interesting question. I don't know. Ladies, do you feel a certain degree of subjugation within your community based upon do black men? That's a good point. They'll talk about it. Our group, you know what we talk about? Well, the Rockefeller Organization during the 60s actually promoted the National Organization of Women to destroy the family. Why? I knew that. I knew that. I want you to know I knew that. That's the way we are. Experts. Experts, we know everything. Never talk about the subject, just to let you know. And we talk bullshit. We just back and forth, and we just will get nothing done. Democrats, here's the best part. Liberal types, 
say nothing at all. I don't even know where they are. I don't know where they are. I have no earthly idea where these people are. I have no idea. I don't know. If I ask right now, and this is this is my favorite. If I went to the black community, Latino community, gay community, and said, let's say black in this group, how many of you have actually cared about whether January 6th was in fact an insurrection or a rebellion, and whether this in any way could have led to the dissolution and destruction of our republic? Anybody? Not at all. We weren't a part of it. We weren't there. I don't know. What about George Floyd? Oh, that's different. Why was that different? Well, but George Floyd was a cover for retail theft. George Floyd was promoted, and this is where we would get into an argument. George Floyd was promoted by that fake organization called Black Lives Matter, which used your pain and your historical uh, uh, subjugation as a basis for it to run a charity con where the monies came in and were, you know, pocketed by chosen few folks, had nothing to do with but You were ripped off yet again by your leadership. That they might understand. But you would see nobody in that group raise their hand and say, well, you know, originally, prior to the Black Panthers, it was originally an offshoot, and again, trying to show you, look how much I know. Now listen to, to an extent. Our group, nothing. Black group, what do you think, Cat Williams group, what do you think DEI is? What does that mean? What is DEI? Listen to Vivek Ramaswamy give you this nonsense story about how the left and how the captains of industry wanted to. Our group, we love an explanation. No matter how stupid it is, we love an explanation. Did you hear Tulsi Gabbard? Fantastic. I'll send you that video. We love to send each other. And that's okay. No, 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 I'll send it to you. Did it make sense? But uh, but she answers a question. It was great. You mean you agree with it? Well, of course. She said something that reflects my particular worldview. And to an extent, every opinion is like that. Ask the black community, what's DEI? Is it affirmative action? You're not going to be a part of DEI. What are you talking about? DEI is upper class, uh, very limited affirmative action. You want affirmative action. DEI is not affirmative action. You're never going to see that. You're in, That's not in your realm at all. Bill Ackman talks about DEI. You're not going to be anywhere near that. That's not your thing. Believe me when I say that. They have no, DEI never comes up. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, black community, do you care about Claudine Gay? It's the biggest story there is in the white community. Why? Well, because white folks hate affirmative action. It drives them nuts. This is affirmative action rekindled, reheated, readdressed. That's what's going on. Let me stop right now. I'm throwing a lot at you, but I want you to listen to me because you got to understand our limitations. And that's why we're never going anywhere. We're going, we just, because we just, we're just kind of all over the place. We have no commitments. We're not going to vote. We have no idea. We have 
we love people. Oh, I love Trump or I hate Trump. But what about the system? Nah, I don't know about the system. Don't care about that. But I love Trump. I love Trump. Now, here's something for you. I asked somebody the other day. I said, why do you think more people are walking around wearing pajamas? I was at JFK the other day and I could not believe what I was seeing. The airport. Could not believe it. It looked like somebody's living room. What happened? What is this about? And believe me, believe me when I tell you something. I could have spent an hour breaking down that topic. Nobody, our group, wouldn't have wanted to talk about it. They would have said, well, you know, deregulation. When the airlines were deregulated during the... It's like, I, I, I know what's going to come. I know what's... Well, the yell man, you're going to go into that. Well, you know, it's the Streisand effect. What's that? Oh, you don't know what that is? How about the Mandela effect? Oh, you don't know that? I know that. What does it have to do with this? Nothing. But I know these things. So let me ask you something. When people are walking around with the pajamas and everything, they're also wearing slippers, okay? And slippers, what is a slipper versus a shoe? Slipper doesn't have a hard sole, right? Yeah. Tennis shoes don't have a hard sole. Well, that's different. They don't really, slippers don't even have a sole. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Well, well, it's just the bottom of the shoe. Well, what do you call a sole? Well, that's different. That's that's added on. Anything that shows just the bottom of, see what I mean? See how we get into the etymology of the shoe? You know what the best slipper in the world is? You know where the best best place to get it? That's right. From our friends at MyPillow.com, promo code Lionel. All right, my friend. It's time to hail and salute our great friends at MyPillow.com. And if you use promo code Lionel, you get a free gift. No purchase necessary. I know, I know a free gift. It's a tautology, so sue me. But listen, listen carefully. What are we talking about? Giza Dream Bed Sheets, MyPillow 2.0, sheets, slippers, percales, towels, quilts, Bedspreads, mattresses, mattress covers, mattress toppers, linens, kitchen towels, bathrobes, name it. Items to help you luxuriate and relax. Think about it. And they're monster sellers right now. Listen to me. Slippers. My slippers. Think about it. What do they do with my pillow? They make things real soft and plush and comfy. How perfect. And when they apply that genius to slippers, look out. Look out. Look at the specials right now, but only if you use promo code Lionel. So go to MyPillow.com slash Lionel. Solid to serve you. MyPillow.com slash Lionel. Or call 800-645-4965. Call right now and watch how fast Mike answers the phone. MyPillow.com. The best. Indeed, my friends. What are you going to do right now to protect children? How do we protect children from what you would call pedophiles? What do we do? What's the best way to do this? It's very simple. Hey, Sparky. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Great work, Lionel. Keep on trucking. Who was that? The the whatever brothers, the... uh... Anyway, thank you. I appreciate that. How do we protect children? How do we protect children? Here's here's a fad I want to start. How do we protect kids? How do we eliminate what they call pedophilia? How do we do that? 
can't do much about the border because the, America is the biggest human trafficker there is. But let's talk about just in our own particular world. How do we do this? What do we do? How do we fix this? What do we do? Education, zigzag, you're on to something, my friend. We're on to something. Remove the dangers. Here's what you do. Very simple. You got to talk to them. You got to sit there and say, let me explain something to you. You don't want to freak kids out, but you tell them this. Now listen. If you meet somebody who tells you, listen, I'm here to pick you up. What? Yeah, I'm here to pick you up. Your your mom and dad, uh, Phyllis and uh, and uh, Leo, uh, told me to pick you up. And you remember, remember the safe words kids had or the code words? I love that. They would do that. Sometimes they would do that. Am I to be freaked out? No. But the same reason why we lock the door. You got to be. You got to be. You got to be smart. And you just you you don't freak kids out. You just tell them the truth. Now here's what you do. Somewhere, somewhere along the line, somebody may, probably not, 99% chance will never happen, but somebody may want to touch you. May want to touch you there. There. For reason? Well, because people are weird. Don't make a big deal out of it. Now, the only people who can ever touch you are the doctor and on very rare occasions, us, who really aren't touching you, but let's face it, you're kind of, you might want to clean you up. But that is special. You understand what I'm saying? That's special. Nobody touches that. You got it? Got it. And you don't have to explain it. They'll just they'll just accept it. And you're very calm. You're just very calm. Parents will tell people, my mother used to always say, you know, if you run with that, you're going to poke your eye out. What? You're going to break your neck. Break my neck. You're going to lose your eye and break your neck. They had no qualms. And if you die, I will kill you if you die. And, you know, all those but when it comes to genitals, they are, they have, you just tell them flat out. What you do is you immunize, you inoculate. And here's what you're going to do too. First thing they're going to do is they're going to tell you is that if you tell your mother or your father, we're going to have, they, they, they love to do this stuff too. Or you're, you're their friend, you know, it's called grooming. They want you to, to, to be their friend and, and they try to make it sound normal. And they also say, listen, if you say anything about this, I'm going to kill your dog or kill your, you know, that's not going to happen. Right? Right. So you tell me right away. You promise? Absolutely. You promise now, right? Yeah. You got that? Absolutely. You know what I just did? You know how many parents have that discussion? None. None. How about this? Let me see your phone. Now, by the way, your kids don't know this, but Mrs. Dell will show you because of digital safety and all these other techniques. You can use routers and that, that you you can basically make their phone Predator proof, but that's the way they get to your kids. That's the way they do it. By the way, this is this Cat Williams group. I guarantee you, they will be sitting there. Our group would say the first recorded obscene phone call came in nineteen after. What? So, want you to know that I knew that. Okay, you know that you're smart. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. So, what's very interesting to note, which I find fascinating, is the follows. Is the follows. <clears throat> you tell your kid. Now listen, you're going to be somewhere, you might be on your phone, and you'll start talking. And you think you're talking to a kid. But he's not a kid. It's some weird guy, one of those pervs I was telling you about. And he tells you to take a picture of yourself. Maybe your private parts or whatever it is. And you'll do it. They'll send you one first 
And because you're a kid and your cortex is completely screwed up. Oh, look at Edie. Thank you. Thank you, Edie. Thank you. But you can say, you know, because you're a kid, no offense, but you have no judgment centers. This part of your brain right here, this, this cortex part, judgment, executive, you have no idea. Judgment? No, no, that's where we come in. See, that's where the old man comes in. You're real good at answering questions. I've got judgment because I'm used to weighing stuff. If I do this, this will happen. If I do this, this will happen. Hmm. That's what we do. Nothing personal, but that's what kids do. And they know this about you. So what they'll do is you'll see this. You go, oh, here's one. And, and you may think nothing of it. Oh, here's one. They pulled up a shirt. Okay, I can do that too. What? I don't know. I just... You have no idea how many kids say, I don't know. I have no idea why I did it. Anybody here ever been drunk and do something really stupid? You say, why did you do that? I don't know. I was drunk. Kids are drunk all the time without being drunk. They said the same thing. I don't know why I did that. You you gave him your money? Yeah, why? I'm a kid, I guess. I don't know. So if anybody ever does this to you, and what they're going to do is they're going to take a picture of you, and then they're going to threaten you. And they're going to say, listen, unless you, you tell your parents you're going to pay $500, we're going to spread your picture all over the school. You got that? Happens all the time. It happens all the time. By the way, parents are going to go, no, deep fakes are going to make this even more, because that's already happening. We'll get to that later on. So here's what you're going to do. If that ever happens to you, you call me. I promise you, you will never get in trouble. Never. If you ever tell me this, never. You got that? Never. You're going to be a detective. You're going to be my assistant. We're going to get to the bottom of this. We're going to make sure that little kids, right? You got that? Yeah. Because kids are basically rats. They love this point. Johnny did. So we're going to get these people, right? You betcha. Okay. And don't forget. Don't forget. If ever you see this, you say, hey. I think this is what the old man was talking about. Here's this guy. I'm, I'm playing games or whatever it is online. By the way, you get the right router. They're not going to see anything. That's the way you do it. Do parents do that? Nope. I don't know why. I have no, no earthly idea why. I never understood why they don't do that. I never understood why parents don't sit there and say, come here. Sally, yeah, I understand. Uh, your mom said you got your period. What? It's okay. Congratulations, I guess. Good luck with that one. Let's talk about pregnancy. Do you understand how that thing works? Do you understand pregnancy? Dad, listen to what I'm talking about. Do you understand how this thing works? Do you understand it? Here's a good, it's very simple. You understand broken bones, sneezing, infections, just the same thing. Just the same thing. You listen to me and I'm going to tell you what's going on here. Okay, I'm going to tell you what's happening here. I'm telling you. This is what parents have to do. It's the, it's, it's the simplest thing I've ever, I've ever seen. Parents don't do this. Grandparents do. Parents don't. I don't know what percentage, 70%, 50, I don't know, would be eliminated if kids said, I'm immunized. We give them a vaccine against this by telling them, here's here's your shot of knowledge. That's all. Let me know what's going on. How many parents ever, this kills me, parent, people who say, I don't remember my father ever saying I love you. That is so sick. That is parental malfeasance. 
So here's one that's great for little kids. Come here, little uh, Courtney or whatever your name is. Whatever. Who are you? Okay. Kids love when you throw absurd stuff at them. Your name is Jerry. What's your name again? You forgot my name? Yeah. Well, there's so many kids. Where? Anyway. What if somebody said that mommy and daddy didn't love you? What would you tell them? What if they said your parents don't love you? What would you say? My favorite. Never really thought about it. Okay. Do we? Yes. How do you know? How do you know? And you address it. And you make them think like, wow. That's really, this is interesting stuff. Do parents do that? No. No. They talk about Freud. They don't want to give kids. This is the stupidest thing I've ever done. I don't think we should be giving kids awards and trophies unless they, oh, shut up. Give them the trophy. Build up his courage, his sense of, what are you talking about? They're great. Here, there's your trophy. You got your trophy. You're great. You are great. Really? Yes. That's what you do. But we love to tell kids, oh, no, no. We don't want them to. They have to earn that. Not everybody wins. That's that Fox News mentality. He's a kid. He's playing t-ball. Give him the goddamn trophy. Make him feel good about themselves. Build up their confidence. Build up their self-esteem. I want an egomaniac versus some inferior kid who feels like, I don't feel loved. I feel ugly. I'm fat. No! We can't even get that right. How are we supposed to handle things like the Fed and would you like to hear about the Balfour Declaration? No, I don't want to hear about that. Well, I know about that. That's who we are. That's who, that's our world. We never address anything. Here's my favorite. Ask somebody, why do you think there's so many obese kids today? Why? I can't, I'll give you all the answers before we even start. Well, because we don't run. When I was a kid, we, no, you didn't. No, we were always running around. Running around that much? What were you always running? What were you? Some Nairobi, uh, some village, one of these uh, milers, you know, these. No, you weren't. They just say this stuff. We say things all the time. We just repeat things over and over and over. But we talk about things that have nothing to do with anything. We talk about the lack of critical thinking. How about applying the critical thinking to what's going on now with our children? I don't know. It's the, it's it's the it is. We will talk about pedophilia all the time. They love this stuff. What are you doing at home with your kids? Huh? What are you doing at home with your kids to protect them? Well, what are you doing? You're online. You got this one. You're. Oh, I know these ones. I'm going to say something that uh, I'm going to say it. There are some people I think are kind of not turned on by this subject, but whenever they talk about sex, they're happy. No matter what it is, even if it's bad stuff, VD, I'll talk about it. Nudity, I'll talk about it. Teenage pregnancy, I'll talk about it. It's sex. Doesn't matter the context. Doesn't matter. They just love it. That's all they want to talk about. 
and it re- gets them to remind you about how hot they are. I can't say that enough. Something happened. Something happened that social media destroyed in the in the in the woman of the world, not men so much. Others oh, is different, but women. One of the worst. I don't think anybody who ever came up with the phone ever realizes the level of ladies agree or not, or not. The level of narcissism, solipsism, self-aggrandizement, and this weird kind of a strange uh, focus on how great I look is through the roof and frankly demented. How many agree with that? Raise your hand. How many? I've never seen anything like it. I've never. I. 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 Here we are. Here I am. You look beautiful. I've got this. Oh, modesty is a there isn't modesty's dead. There's have we 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 haven't seen modesty in uh fifty years. I have one woman I know. She's a kind of a anchor type. She's t- well, whatever's left of TV. And she'll do this. Good morning. She's got the filters and the whole bit to go. You're so beautiful. Thank you. Should I wear these glasses or these glasses? 100 comments, 200, 300. This is demented. How about maybe donating them to the Lions Club for poor kids? Anyway, these are grown women. You look so beautiful. Thank you. I'm so pleased. You're gorgeous. You're beautiful. From other women. I've never seen men who said, you're so handsome. What? Jerry, what the hell's the matter with you? You're so, sometimes men will say, he's jacked. Okay. By the way, I'm going to break something to you. You're not going to like this. You know, all this stuff, this, all these guys are talking about, you know, I'm jacked. Look at that. He's uh, There is so much crypto homoeroticism. It's not even funny. I have never seen, I swear to God, I swear to God. I told somebody one day, I said, why are so many men so happy about going around on a mat and basically hugging and grabbing men in ways that they don't even do this with their wives or women? I'm going to put my leg, my head between, I don't want to do this. Why? First of all, some guy I don't know. I don't get a kick out of that. Oh, but it's martial arts. I don't want to do this. It's weird. When am I going to do that? I'm going to be in a bar and I'm going to put his legs between my head. What are you talking about? When am I going to use this? What am I? One of the Gracie family? I'm not going to go in competition. This is weird. This is the strangest thing I've ever said. No, it's not. No, I think it is. You want to go out there and I go, okay, let's sort of, I'm going to bend over. Uh Uh-huh. And you come behind me. What? We're going to grab us. Wait a minute. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Wait, 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 wait. No offense, but first of all, uh, no, I don't like this. I don't want to go up with men doing, I don't want to touch them, touch me. I don't want to put my hand, I don't want to grab, I don't want to get into, I don't want to feel, I don't want this. Why are you, why are you doing this? Well, because, you know, boxing's one thing, you know, Jack Dempsey just hit you and that's it. And wrestling is, Okay, I understand it, but this is this is weird. And when I told somebody that, it was the strangest thing 
the reaction because he never thought about it. I don't understand what's happening. And we love to talk about gay and straight. Here are the gays. Here, Don't give me this LGBTQ. There's men and there's women saying, really? You sure about that? Yeah. Well, you sure, uh, well, not there's anything wrong with it, but you sure like hanging around men a lot, grabbing them, showering, putting your head under their arm. You you know, you, uh, it's martial arts. Call it what you want, Sparky, but I, I, I'm not too crazy about that. I've got a friend of mine, too. He does this thing. Whenever he has time off, He's a doctor. He said, we're going to go, we're going to go, come and go hunting and we're going to go whitewater rapids with my buddies. I'm saying, what? He's mine. He's 65. I said, why don't you stay home with your wife? Why don't you go out with your wife? What? I said, you want to go out with your, wait a minute, wait a minute. You got time off and you're going to go out whoa, 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 with a bunch of guys in the woods. What the hell's the matter with you? What do you mean? I said, no. What about your wife? And you'd be surprised how many men don't want to hang around their wives. It's the damnedest thing. Why'd you marry her? I don't know. Kids, I guess. Wait a minute. What? I, I, I don't fit in. I don't fit in. You see it like this? I see it like this. By the way, this, see this? You took up, this puts me to sleep. This is a kind of a bristled, I don't care if you got a beard or not, or whatever. it's just, <laughs> Which reminds me, I hate back rubs. Get your get get out of here. Get get don't touch don't touch me. Don't touch me. But head, face, gone. They should just have shampoo things or just go like that. Cephalocardial proximal distal. Why is that? When the blastocyst, when the fetus embryo grows head down starts off right here everything here right here pivots cephalocardial proximal distal anyway i've had enough of you i've had enough of you i've had enough of you but i love you okay now anything else you want to uh anything else brazilian jiu-jitsu okay thank you Andy just says Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Why are you doing that, Andy? I don't know. Why are you writing that, Andy? I I don't know. I just What is that supposed to mean something? I don't. I just want to let you know I knew that. You knew what? Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Do you know it or do you just spell it? I don't know. I just I just wanted to acknowledge Look at this. I do is Israelite jiu-jitsu. That's funny. That is funny. That's very, very funny. All right, dear friends. Okay. A couple of things here. First, first and foremost, let me say that I need your help. They are putting such a, I don't know what the hell is going on here. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it loud. Say it. I'm black and I'm proud. Remember that James Brown? They have this thing against Mrs. L. I don't know what it is, but I want you to sign up for her. Um, her, uh, her, what am I trying to say? What, what am I trying to say? Yes. Her YouTube channel. And here it is. And that's it. That's all I asked. Just sign up for it. She has some of the best stuff. I swear to God. She has border agents on. This will keep you up at night. 
This will keep you up at night. I mean, it's brutal. So please follow her. Please. That's it right there. And also, this means a lot to me and I. Uh, the best, the best um, source of news, the easiest, is of course Twitter. Sorry, that's where everybody goes. That's where everybody goes. That's where everybody goes. And this is Mrs. L's. Where is it? Right here. This is her Twitter account. Just go there and click. Just right there, right there. Just go right there. Here comes Sparky. Sparky says proliferation of fast food had a lot to do with increase in obesity. In the old days, when it took time and effort to prepare food, people were more likely to forego eating as much or as often. I think that that is a huge part of it. You know what else is the most important? GMOs. GMOs, 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 GMOs. There is a young lady. I cannot believe how this is. I think people say, boy, you've grown. She was, she was, her name is Rachel Parent. I'm going to give you her, her Twitter account. And she is, was superb regarding GMOs. General, um, genetic modified organism, organ. What am I trying to say? You know what I'm trying to say. Uh, she is terrific. Oh, here we go. Uh, yeah, Rachel's News. I don't know how old she is. How I have no idea. She was just a kid. Yeah, she's like 24. Oh my God, she's 24. She was like, whatever. But she was brilliant. She was on TV. I think she's Canadian. She was on with that uh, kid. Excuse me, not that kid. She was on with that uh, guy from Shark Tank. You know, the bald-headed dude. And tore him apart. Tore him apart. Let me just throw this one at you. Fantastic. And she talks about GMOs and has talked about that. And that included glyphosate. And all of a sudden, for some reason, yeah, it's uh, at Rachel's News. and. Nobody talks about this. Nobody ever did. Nobody. When we were kids, when we had something like sugar, it was like maybe sugar cane and that was it. When your body does not recognize something, when your body says, what is this? I don't recognize what this is. Well, it's wheat. I don't think that's wheat. I don't think that those are beets. I don't think that's uh, sugar cane. I don't think that's uh, Soy, I don't think that this, we don't recognize this. We don't know what this is. Your body is saying, I don't know what this is. We never had that growing up. There were, there were kids who all remember after, after dinner, sometimes they have a, a cake and ice cream, real stuff. There are kids who've never had corn. They've never had BT corn, uh, BT corn, BTK. Um, yeah, BT corn. It expresses a, a, um, an insecticide. Think about that. Think about that. There are kids who've never had corn, never had actual beets that were non-GMO, never had wheat, never had this, never in anything. There's no such thing as an organic. People say, do I really need organic? It's not so much organic. You want non-GMO. That's the thing, Sparky. That's the thing that we didn't have then that we've got now. There are people who are just, it's, it's and, and every time they wanted to just, could you just label GMO? No. Nope. Uh-uh. Nope. 
Good luck with that. We lost all interest in this. Remember when glyphosate was a big deal? Remember that? Um, Roundup, Roundup resistant soybeans. Remember that one? Remember the movie where, where Monsanto, remember Monsanto was a bad guy, then it was Bear, then it was this and that. Remember that? Remember any of this? Does this make sense? You remember corn that grew so far? And the weeds that we 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 have these soy. Well, but they they're very weedy. No problem. Use Roundup. Roundup will kill the soy beans. No, we have Roundup resistant. So we'll say the Roundup and this. Ta-da! And you get these big, beautiful bushes and a better yield that this is fantastic. Have you ever seen South American, Central American corn? It'll blow your mind. Every now and then, once a year, right by as they have these people. I don't know. I think they're, they're Central American. I don't know where they are. But they, they have that wonderful Indian, kind of an Asian, it's a very unique look. And they have great food. But they're corn. It's like, what is this? Kernels like this. and What do we have? Nothing. Nothing like that at all. So going back, I know this is a, this is kind of a weird uh, O'Leary. Yes, yes, yes. That's the guy. Rachel Parent, go online. Tore him apart. She was a kid. We just forgot all about GMO. Forgot all about it. Just stop talking about it. That's where we are. All right, dear friends. Have a great, 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 great day. I love you to death. We will see you uh, tonight at 7 p.m. Don't forget to sign up for this. Sign up for what we're doing. Sign up. But don't forget... Cutting room, February 3rd, February 3rd. Go right now. Let me, one more time. Let me, I didn't give this to you last time, did I? No, I did not. Let me give you the, um, this is the loop, the thing. Please come out. Let's talk. Let's chat. Let's take pictures. It will be a night. Nobody does. And Cat Williams, with all due respect, he doesn't do this. Because they'll work on a joke. They'll work on a joke. I've got like 9 million things to say. I'm looking at the clock and I say, go. I've got to go. This is what happened yesterday. This is what happened today. This is this is it. I'm not doing jokes about anyway. No offense. That's it right there. All right, my friends. See you tomorrow. I mean tomorrow. See you tonight at 7 p.m. Don't forget. Until then, my friends, Monkey's Dead shows over.